Welcome to another episode of Empowering You, focusing on fine-tuning and owning your voice, as well as asserting yourself as a powerful woman, a podcast filled with personal stories and real-world examples that can be applied immediately. It's a new day. Own your voice and embrace you with your host, Shantara Chapman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Empowering You where we're always talking about ways to improve your voice, reinvent your voice, and um, redefine who you are. Today, I want to talk to you about when your voice is too loud. You know, sometimes we have people in our ear or people who are supposedly in our corner that tell us we may need to quiet it down a little bit. Hey, you're talking a little loud or... You know, I I feel you. I understand what you're talking about. But do you think this is the time and the place for it? Do you think you should be saying this at work? Um, Think about your paycheck. Think about your family. You don't want to be known for that or you don't want to be that kind of person. This stayed with me today because I thought about and was thinking about a sermon I heard at church And uh, the guest speaker, uh, Devon Franklin, said um, that if someone tells you you're too loud, buy them a pair of earplugs. And I love that. I absolutely love that. If someone tells you your voice is too loud, what do you do? Do you listen to them and lower your voice? And if you do, why did you listen to them? Why do you lower your voice? Is it because you admire that person or you want to be in that in crowd? So you do what they do, which is kind of hang out and, you know, be, you know, the birds of a feather that tend to flock together and you don't want to stand out. So uh, today I'm going to talk about three things. The first one is exactly what Devon Franklin said, buy them a pair of earplugs. So if someone is telling me that they don't like to hear my voice, or that my voice is a little bit too loud, or my voice is a little bit too strong, my first response is, really, that sounds personal. I don't know if any of you've heard me say or bring up the topic of when I was in corporate America, I was told by a supervisor that my voice bothered the other leaders in the room. My voice was a little bit too strong, and it irritated the men that I work with. And he said it just like that, honestly. He said, you know, my voice was just too strong. It irritated the guys. And my response back to him was, that sounds like a personal problem to me. And I went a step further and said, do you actually think that I'm going to change my voice? Something that I can't control anyway, but try to change my voice to appease three or four men in the room. And he just looked at me. And even though in the back of my mind, I was thinking you may lose your job, I didn't care. I didn't care because no one is going to quiet me like that. No one is going to make me be quiet and sit in the corner, you know, just like in uh, Dirty Dancing. Nobody says baby in the corner, right? And that is what I thought. I was like, uh, no, (laughs) if you don't like the sound of my voice, you need to stop listening to it. 
And in corporate America, I know it's very, very difficult, especially for us ladies and us ladies of color who have strong wills and we have strong minds. And when we do speak, we tend to project. And I tell people often that the way I speak and how I project and how you can hear me from across the room, that is intentional. That is on purpose. I went through a lot to learn how to speak, learn how to speak for me, learn how to speak the way I like Shantira to speak, that I'm not going to let anyone tell me that I'm wrong just for being me. It's one thing if you had an issue with something I said, but to just say that my voice is a little bit too much for you, that's a problem. But it's your problem, not mine. And even to take it a step further and say that you don't like what I'm saying, it's not that it's wrong. You just feel like it may be a little too radical or be a little too inappropriate. Why do we need to talk about equal pay today? Why do we need to talk about equal rights right now? Why do you care if there's a black woman being represented on the cover of this magazine, even though it's black woman doing the work? All of those types of things They're trying to quiet you. They're trying to squelch your voice. They're trying to make you non-existent. So I say to anyone who's decided to tell you that your voice is a little bit too loud, the first thing you want to do is get them some earplugs. Or in other words, tell them to go somewhere else with that. They don't have to listen to you if they don't want to. Now, the second thing is to take note of who's actually telling you to speak softer. Is it someone that you once admired? Is it a family member? Is it a so-called friend that's telling you that you should be quiet? And the reason why I say take note of it is because a lot of times people will put their insecurities on you. People will try to make you feel a certain kind of way about yourself because they feel a certain kind of way about themselves. So when they're telling you to be quiet, when they're telling you your voice is too loud, when they're telling you your message is inappropriate at the time, it's because they're uncomfortable with it, not because anyone else may be. Not because you're doing anything wrong. So you have to take note of who's telling you to speak softer and ask yourself, do I care what they think? And why are they trying to quiet me down? Is it someone that really does have my best interest at heart? Someone that's a mentor, someone that I know would not, you know, lead me astray? Or is it just someone that's in your, you know, your, um, your camp? One of your squad members, your friends, your goal, your, your home persons, you know, whoever. Uh, what are they trying to do by quieting you? Are they trying to keep you at the same level as them? And they don't want to see you go any further? Do they not want to attract attention upon themselves? And so they're trying to keep you quiet because of it. And if that's the case, they are being selfish. They're not thinking about what you're trying to do, your effort, your message, your plight. They're worried about themselves. So then you have to ask yourself, will I be quiet? Does their thoughts matter? Do their thoughts matter? Um, What happens if I don't do what they say? Will they stop being my friend? Will they stop being a mentor? Will they stop being a family member? Or is it that I just need to reconsider my message? 
I mean, there are a lot of reasons why someone would tell you to speak a little softer, but you know if what they're telling you to do is just be quiet because they don't want the attention or you don't want the attention. I'll say all the time that my spidey senses go off when certain people, you know, decide to give me feedback out of the blue about me. Can I talk to you for a minute? Can I give you a little feedback? You know, those kind of things. I've had someone come to me at the end of an event. I mean, when I say the end of an event, as soon as it's over and I'm, you know, greeting some of my guests and everything, she says, can I give you some feedback? And I looked at her and I said, no. And she was like, oh, I just thought, you know, you would want to hear my thoughts. And I told her, no, I didn't ask for your thoughts, especially right now while I'm still here greeting my guest. To me, it felt like she was one trying to bring me down off of my high. Yeah, I did a good job, but she didn't want me to feel like I did too good of a job. And she wanted to try to give me feedback. And I noticed that she had an audience. She had other people with her. So her giving me feedback wasn't genuine. She was just trying to uh, maybe feel like she was going to humiliate me or something like that. But in my experience and from the things that I've always seen, especially with dealing with that particular person, it was going to backfire anyway. I wasn't going to take any of her thoughts to mine because I'm not, she's not on that, in that space within me and in, within my group where I would be asking her to mentor me or would be asking her to give me uh, feedback on anything that I would be considering changing. As a matter of fact, I didn't consider her someone that I would ever even go ask their opinion on anything. So, um, for me, I just had to take note of who was trying to provide me feedback and decide whether or not I was going to receive it. And in that situation, I opted not to. And it was okay with me. I mean, I didn't even give it another thought. I moved on. I went back to my guests. I went back to taking pictures and thanking people for coming, things of that nature. But what her intentions were not good intentions. Her intentions were to try to uh, make me look bad and or feel bad, which means she wasn't a friend. And I, you know, it's not that I even put her in that category, but it made me even further know that she is not someone that I would want near me and around me. And so the third thing, so the first two things, one, buy them earplugs or decide they need to move away from you. If they're saying you're being too loud, if your voice is too loud for them, go somewhere else with that. Don't listen to me. Don't talk with me. The second thing is take note of who is telling you to be quiet. Do they have your best interest at heart? A lot of times that answer will be no. And then you have to decide how you want to move forward from there with them. And the third thing, when someone says your voice is too loud, what do you do? Speak louder. Speak louder. Be even more clear about your message. Because a lot of times when people are trying to tell you to be quiet, especially when you're standing on something like equal pay, women's rights, civil rights, those types of things, it's because they know that you're correct, that they want you to be quiet. It's They don't want you to rock the boat because you don't want to have this whole conversation. They don't want to be uncomfortable. You know, change is really much on the verge of, it's right in the midst of that uncomfortable state and that state when you're getting ready to walk away. And so for you, you're going to be very uncomfortable because someone's telling you to be quiet, right? 
you're going to be very uncomfortable because someone is trying to uh, take your message from you, take what you believe away from you. And it's going to be where you're going to either stay and fight, fight the good fight or leave. And so you're going to be at that moment, at that cusp. And that's when change is going to happen because you're not only going to say, no, I'm not going to hear that. I'm not going to listen to you. You are actually going to get louder. You're actually going to speak clearer. You're going to be very intentional about your voice. And that was the same thing that happened with me. When that boss told me that these men in the office didn't like my voice and also told me that there was nothing wrong with my work and that my clients absolutely loved me, in my mind, I didn't have a problem at all. I am going to continue to move down this path because what I thought was they're just trying to stop me from being me. They're trying to stop me from being promoted. They're trying to stop me from being praised by my clients. They want me to be cookie cutter them or even worse. They want me to be the cookie cutter black girl that they thought I was going to be. And I wasn't. I was strong willed. I spoke up. I didn't let anyone berate me. And I made it very clear that this job was just that. It is a means to an end, but it was not who I was. It did not define me. And in corporate America, sometimes that's a little bit too much. You can't say that your job is not your catch-all and end-all and that there's anything above your job, especially to one of the so-called men in charge. Well, I continued to be who I was. I continued to speak clearer and louder until I outgrew them. And I walked away and I left that environment and they were in shock. Not only were they in shock, but my client was so upset because they liked me. They loved me and they loved the work that I was bringing to the table. So I say to you, if someone is telling you that your voice is too loud, be intentional about being stronger in that voice. Research more into that message. Learn more, do more, create more and go out there and be heard. Speak your message, speak your voice, speak your mind. So those three things, when your voice is too loud for others, and I have quotes in others, one, tell them they can go elsewhere or buy them a pair of earplugs. Two, take note of who's telling you to speak softer and see if you really care who those people are. And three, speak louder, be intentional, be clear. In my book, Empowering You, 12 Tips for Finding Your Voice, it, I say that same thing. It's all about being intentional. It's all about taking inventory of those people around you and being willing to listen, not just to the exact words out of their mouth, but the other things that they are saying. Why are people saying these things about you? And will it help you to build on your voice or start to pull away from that voice? There's a lot of responsibility that comes with taking up a mantle and being the spokesperson for whatever it is. For me, it's always been about women's empowerment and advocating for women. There's a lot of responsibility in that and I love it and I take pride in it. But I do understand that there are some people that would wish I didn't do that. There's some people that wished I didn't speak it so loudly. There's some people that wish that the Chapman Women's Foundation did not exist. And honestly, it is a personal problem for them. It's not going to change who I am and you shouldn't let anyone else change who you are. 
Be strong in you, the voice that you've created, the voice that you're working to create. Be intentional about it being heard. Be intentional about your message being strong. Be intentional about the audience in which you have that message for and go out there and speak your truth. That's all I have for today. I hope that you guys find something, you know, positive and valuable in this message. It was just on me to speak about this today. And so I hope that it's for someone and please, please do share it with your friends, share it with your network. Um, go out to empoweringyou.com. That's E-M-P-O-W-H-E-R-I-N-G-Y-O-U.com. And listen, um, see what other things we have going on. I'm still on my book tour. I have a couple other tour dates and it'd be great to see you out or hear from you. You can purchase my book, Empowering You, 12 Tips for Finding Your Voice at that page as well. Go out to our Facebook site where you can uh, let me know what you think about this podcast. I have a Facebook site, Empowering You. It's a nice it's a Facebook group where you can talk about the podcast, ask questions, and we'll get right back to you. But most importantly, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud or Apple Podcast. Now, before I get out of here, I just wanted to share that with the Chapman Women's Foundation, we host events to provide scholarships and grants to women in the community that are building businesses, going back to school, and those ladies who are getting out of shelters. We are about to host our first event, one of our signature events for this, this coming fall, August 9th, the Power Her Play Professional Woman's Breakfast. It's where we have... Um, we have professional women from all different industries coming to help mentor and coach other women from different industries and uh, industries. And we are, it's women helping women, women coaching women. And we do all of this over breakfast. It is a two, two and a half hour breakfast. You can be back at work by 10 o'clock if you want to be, or you can have the rest of that day off because it is a Friday morning at Weesey's Table on San Felipe here in Houston, Texas. If you want to participate in the, and come and be a part of that event, please go out to our website, Chatman, C-H-A-T-M-A-N, womensfoundation.org. And as soon as you log in, you will see a flyer there. You will be able to purchase your ticket. Tickets are $50. Or if you want to bring a bunch of ladies with you, Get a table and come on out and participate and learn from other women and show this this stereotypical world that women can do what they say we can't, which is work together. Uh, in light of that event, we're also hosting a shopping event. Joie in the River Oaks District is hosting us on June 27th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And there we get to have a private exclusive shopping event where anyone that comes in and shops during those two hours, the Chapman Women's Foundation gets 20% of the sales during that time. And you'll be able to just kind of meet with me, understand what, what I've been doing with women. And, you know, there may even be a discount for the breakfast if you buy your tickets there that evening. So I would say uh, visit empoweringyou.com to get the book, but also go out and check us out on chatmanwomensfoundation.org. And we would love to have you come and participate at the uh, Power Her Play Professional Woman's Breakfast or even our exclusive shopping event at Joie on June 27th. Well, that's all I have for today. I hope that this provides value to you. Again, please share with your network and I hope to hear from you soon. Bye.